Welcome to The Power of Potential, a podcast hosted and produced by St. Rose High School in Belmar, New Jersey. The show is dedicated to helping parents navigate the world of private education while showcasing the potential of its students, teachers, and alumni. St. Rose High School has been empowering potential since 1923. Welcome back to the Power Potential Podcast. I'm Michael Falgaris. And I'm Mariana Simon. And I'm Samantha Golding. And on this episode, we are going to kind of go in deep on the Disney senior trip. It's been a tradition here at St. Rose High School, from what I understand, uh, about 40 years. And when you think about 40 years at St. Rose High School, there's only one individual that comes to mind that's probably have been here that long. And that's one of our guests, Mr. Jerry Joyce. Uh, right, Mr. Vergaris. Uh, it's been actually a little bit over 40 years. That's uh, when uh, first year uh, the Magic Kingdom opened. There wasn't an Epcot. There wasn't an Animal wow. uh, Kingdom. Uh, there was no uh, places on uh, that we could stay in the park. We had to stay on the roadside. Um, we flew back then, and it wasn't until after 9-11 we went with buses. And then ever so recently, thanks to Miss Carlotts, we've been back up in the air. So yeah, it, it's been a, a long road, but every every class, it's it's like a rite of passage, and they've all enjoyed it immensely. And so Mrs. Carlotts is the newest members to kind of lead the Disney trip. That's right. Yes. Um, so I took over, or really helped out Mr. Joyce this year, um, and did all of the fun Disney waivers because of COVID and all the airfare debacles. But we made it, and we made it safely, and we made it back, and yes. no one was sick. <laughs> So if you could just move, move that a little yeah, closer to you. Perfect. So uh, on today's show, go on, introduce the rest of the, the, yes. the, the guests. So today we have two of the seniors that were on the trip. So if you want to introduce yourselves. I'm Jackie Peak. I'm Jenna DeLuca. Great. And then um, one of our hosts, too, um, Sammy, was on the trip as well. Yes, I was also on the trip this uh, past November. And Ariana, you'll get to go in two years. Yes, I'm very excited. I mean, we hear all about it when you guys go, and then you hear when you get back from everybody. It was so fun. We had such a good time. Like, mm. Yeah, sounds so fun. I can't wait, but also, <laughs> like, I wish we could go now. Was the trip in place when you started at St. Rose? Uh, no. It, it came about in 1980. Um, it was brought about. We went to Bush Gardens. We had... Uh, few other trips to Boston and then finally we decided once Disney actually opened and there was places to stay that's when we decided to make the move but there was no uh, church we had to go to the Polynesian they had a, a card table much like this that they did mass on um, but uh, we we managed and we got through it well, uh, we also went on to Easter which was very very crowded the time period we have now is a whole lot better Oh, so it was an Easter trip. At it was an Easter trip. It was over Easter break, and it was just jam-packed because there, it was just the Magic Kingdom. That was it. There was no other places right. to go. And you talk about Mass. What, 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 how did Mass play a role in the trip? Well, back then, you did not have um, – you had to have, obviously, a Catholic school, so we had to uh, attend Mass. And okay. so – Polynesian was the only place I could pull it off, and so we had Easter Mass at the Polynesian. Oh, wow. And it was sort of like BYOP. We had to bring our own priest. 
So, um, <laughs> so uh, he, he went from his Bermuda shorts and Hawaiian T-shirt into full liturgical garb in a matter of seconds. Wow. Uh, so, yeah. Did you find, like, I mean, obviously there wasn't, a, you know, a Craigslist or, uh, you know, an Etsy for priests. No, we usually brought the young parish priest from here who was more than happy to oh, get away wow. from oh, beautiful St. Rose. Um, yeah, so they, they were more than happy to uh, fly down there with us. Now, Ms. Carlos, was this your first year on the trip? No, this was probably my fifth year on the trip, um, but my first year, like, really running it all so but I've, I've chaperoned before so you've had the experience working kind of seeing how everything runs yes from the expert mr joyce <laughs> uh, not at all i i was great back in the clipboard day but when you're doing everything on your phone with airports uh miss carlotte's actually writes in disney she knows every centimeter of it so if anybody ever has any trouble and they mention i'm in Frontierland, she'll say what millimeter i know it all so yeah. she, she's I, yeah. I can attest to that. Yes. And you were a chaperone on the trip this year, weren't you? Was I this did. your first this year? This is my first year. I've been patiently waiting for my name to be called, <laughs> and it was called, and I was I was excited to go on the trip. Uh, and I'm a type A personality. I want full control of everything in my life, um, yeah. which I'm, you would say are like that oh, maybe? 100%. Okay. But on this trip, I was totally okay with uh, letting go, and Miss Carlotte's, um, because I most of I trust you and you, your knowledge you. of Disney uh, is extensive. She kind of planned everything out. We had actually an excellent, um, you know, chaperone time, which was nice to be able to uh, get together and, you know, build rapport that way. Uh, was it always structured that way where the students were able to go and have their own experience? Yes, we, we decided that six months out or seven months after the Disney trip, they're going to be in college. They're going to be on their own. At some point, the umbilical cord has to be severed. Uh, and and this, this was a good testing ground. If you can't make it into Magic Kingdom in Fantasyland, you're going to have a, a whole lot of trouble at the University of South uh, Carolina, where there's sure. 50,000 Gamecocks running around and you have complete uh, freedom. So this was what we call it freedom light. You had to check in at a certain hour. We, we had to be uh, up at a certain hour. Uh, we, we keep tabs on you all throughout the trip. But this is your kind of first taste of freedom and getting along with roommates. I mean, what could possibly go wrong with four girls in a room? Yeah. Uh, usually have one that takes an hour and a half to get dressed. One's in the shower. They drain the entire reservoir. And another <laughs> one is OCD. She has the whole trip planned out a a ahead. So it gets people used to rooming, uh, getting along with roommates, which is a, a real good That's experience cool. when you're planning on going to a university in, in a few months. What was your favorite part of the trip? Um, my favorite part of the trip was probably just getting to like be with my classmates and go to Disney. I hadn't been in years, so like getting to see everything and just like being with my friends, that was definitely just like overall my highlight of the trip. Favorite attraction? Um, I would have to say, uh, well, I don't have a favorite attraction, but my favorite park is uh, Magic Kingdom. Okay. That's a popular park, I would say. What about yeah. you girls? What did you enjoy most about the trip? Um, well, I definitely think that it brought like our grade closer together. Like before the trip, I mean, the boys and girls didn't really like get along or hang out that much. But like, I feel like we like definitely like bonded a lot and got like a lot closer. And my favorite attraction is Splash Mountain. I really liked like the freedom because it was such a big amusement park, and like the fact that we were able to just like go with our friends and do whatever we want, and like 
people could do different things and stuff like it just was really fun to be able to like go to each park and you can leave whenever time and go back to the room and like go out later at night and it was just like nice to see I don't know well I, I, I think we like to hear that right I think the more responsibility we give them the more they step up um, I think when you're more controlling over what they can and cannot do or what times they have to be back that it then creates more problems so mm -hmm. I do think that like the Mr. Joyce method to it works just so much better because they do get that taste of freedom and they're so much more responsible then they they act how they we expect them to um, and they rise to the occasion like at first I was thinking like oh will I be able to like make it back in time to get on like this bus at this time and like do this and be back at the hotel room at this time and like we were all able to do it with no problem right and and, and there were, I was a group that was not and they texted and made right. sure they kept in communication which is was great on their part um, were you the, one of the girls that were on the bus uh, on the plane or not allowed to board the plane I was <laughs> on the plane and it was the most annoying thing ever oh wait it was wait. annoying no. on the plane what no. about being no. we were just I sitting we were just I was there. off the plane we were just sitting there okay, so for an hour and a half I couldn't they wouldn't let us like move or walk around they eventually like halfway through they just started bringing us water and they're like here, but then like I was I was talking with my friends who were outside the plane. And they're like, yeah, we're just getting snacks and stuff. Yeah. All right, all right. Well, yeah. And it we was, we emailed not email we um actually tweeted yeah. out to Twitter oh, not Twitter. It's uh, a <laughs> And there were a lot of complaints, and they actually reached back out to us. Really? People on yeah. the plane in the front got up and just got off because they were taking Wait. so long. Yeah, they were leaving, and but at one yeah, point somebody tried to leave and they wouldn't let them off. I remembered watching that. Did you hear about what happened? Yes. Yeah, yeah. So uh, on the way down, uh, I guess something got messed up with the uh, with the by the drip blue agent, and only half the uh, students were had uh, tickets to board, and the other half were magically erased from the computer. And with, luckily, we had a really good uh, captain who was able yeah. to say, "Hey, listen, do what you need to do." And I just remember the moment where she must have discovered a button that was on the, the computer where she pressed it and it all worked. And the computer turned Magically. on, right? <laughs> Magically. Did you think to um, get in charge and take over the computer? Well, people were asking me to do that, but like, you know, there, there's federal regulations <laughs> and I don't break <laughs> FAA rules. You, you, I do not break right? FAA rules do either. You don't want to jump to, you don't want to jump over that. I mean, speaking about breaking rules, you probably have a story. It doesn't have, you know, not this year, but on prior <laughs> years that you probably could share that maybe is past the statute of limitations. Why are you <laughs> Well, one thing I do notice in the last uh, two or three decades is a lot of you are a whole lot better than your parents. Well, let's just leave it at that. Oh. Well, that's good. That's good. good. Well, society's yeah. improving. Let's just yeah. leave, yes. it leave it at that. Okay. What was your favorite? Oh, um, man. Um, coming home and sleeping. No, I'm kidding. Well, that was late. We came home. It was, it was, it was a great trip, but it was definitely different than just being a chaperone. Like when you're in charge of everything, it's definitely more stressful. Um, but I did really like how you pointed out before that we had our chaperone time to you know, get to know your colleagues a little yes. bit better, more on a casual level, not a, you know, educational like type of environment. So yeah, that was great. Totally. We had some great, great meals yeah. too. My favorite was the night that we went, um, on top. It was like on the roof. Coronado, um, and we had like the tapas. That yes. was amazing. And then the such a good meal. Breakfast at um, oh, the breakfast the, at uh, Steakhouse Seventy One yes. at the Contemporary. It's I had to leave good. early. I was a little sad, but <laughs> it's all good. Yes. 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 
know. But and we, there were a lot, <laughs> a lot of different things this year yes. with with COVID. What was your most challenging thing as as you know planning the trip? And the waivers, the, the waivers? waivers that we had to do over the summer um, that were required by Disney, and we couldn't order the tickets until the waivers were complete. So I would spend days sitting at the beach with my daughters, but calling parents oh. <laughs> like from my cell phone, asking them to fill out the waivers because we were held up with the um, ordering the tickets until the waivers were done. And there were different waivers if you were under 18. Um, and then, so it was that was probably the most challenging were those Disney waivers. Okay. So. But going back to what you said, Jenna, uh, what like so you guys didn't do any reservations for like eating out or did you? Um, no, we didn't have, we had a reservation, but then it got canceled. So I honestly like, thinking about it, like we didn't really eat on the uh, trip yeah, we, <laughs> like at all, all week i had um truffle mac and cheese from epcot it was so good and it was like but it was like small for like five dollars it was this big it was like six oh it was probably things. part of the food and food wine, and wine festival. festival i think it was, yes. really good. was we actually yeah. on yeah. the last night when you're 21 yeah. <laughs> on the last night we everyone was going to magic kingdom but we wanted to go on the ratatouille ride in epcot first because we didn't get to go on it and mr gilligan told us it was really fun so we went all the way to Epcot, walked all the oh. way back. Did you find out you can't go it on it? Yes, it was a virtual, like, virtual queue. line that you need to do at 7 o'clock in the morning. So, so we yeah, yeah, we didn't we know that. We almost got on it. My group, we did it, that virtual queue at 7 in the morning, and then it put us in three different groups. So then we were like, all right, we'll try again at 1, because we could try again at right. 1. And we all got into the same group, but it was like, once we like calculated it, we realized it's like, you have to wait another five hours. Right. It's not and automatic. We were like, you get a time to well, come back. Maybe Mr. Gilligan time. got on. Yeah. Somehow. Yes, he did. There, there is a, there is a way to do it. Like you have to. It's very long and detailed. Yeah. I'll tell you I, sh I should have asked. Yeah. Yeah. Not we should have asked her. <laughs> yeah. Anyone who's going on the tr uh, going on Disney making reservations ahead of time, you can't just show up at the park. There's certainly definitely a lot of differences. Right. I mean, but you can eat. Like, there are a lot of quick services. Yeah. Yeah. So even if you yeah, didn't make I reservations, also, you should have yeah. still been able we to We went to China trying to get food the night before. I got dumplings. It was one dumpling. Oh, yeah. <laughs> was, I mean, it was, it was very, very pricey. Yes. And then yeah. we went yes. to, like, the space thing, like, near, what was it, Space Mountain, and we got this, like, burger, and it was, like, oh my God. Cheeto puff dust on top of, like, the burger, and it was, like, mac and cheese, and I was, like, <laughs> oh, my God. But, like, I was, like, forced to eat it because there was nothing else. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no, I'm kidding. No, <laughs> no, no, no. there was a lot of food. I just starving. No, Disney. I wasn't starving. I actually had I had good meals. I mean, I feel like I like ate kind of healthy for like what it was. I had Mickey waffles. Mickey, I've never had turkey legs. I felt the, so good. The food at the, the the food court at the hotel was pretty. It was, good. It was pretty good. I had Mickey waffles every morning. Yeah, mm -hmm. well, I mean overall. You must get excited hearing about all this. Yes, I'm very excited. I've been to Disney a couple of times, but not since I was like seven. So I can't wait for two years from now when I get to go. I'm so excited. Yeah, it's so much more fun to go when you're older with your friends. And like you can yeah. remember it. Like, yeah, yeah I don't remember. I don't remember anything. the last time I went to Disney with my parents because I was younger and I just like, I, but now I have these memories from this trip. But like, what are any questions you have for your trip coming up in um, two years? I mean, I'm trying to think. Okay. Where do you guys, what hotel do you stay at? So it changes from year to year, but it's always at an all-star. So we're scheduled for movies again next year, but if sports opens, we'll go there. We just like the setup of sports better, and we're right in front of the pool. So, um, but we stay at an all-star, like a, what do they call it, a value level, um, just so it's 
It'll get you ready eyes. for the dorm rooms. Let's yes, just put it, it that way. Yes, it will get you ready for the dorm rooms. If you're a DVC member, you you might cry a little when you go to these rooms, but it's fine. You're only there to sleep, literally shower, and then you're in the park all day. Yeah, you're, so you're, we and realized we saw the one bed, and we're like, well, where's the other bed? And we realized where it was. And we right, because they're the, the new rooms. Yeah. But we, so. we were like... Very confused at first, but that's okay. And when you're in your dreams, you don't know if you're in the Floridian or the all-star sports baseball. You really don't yeah. know. Your dreams don't differentiate. I would be interested to know what the difference really is, though, uh, going up to, like, say, the value level to, the like, moderate. the Port Orleans. It's okay. substantial. It, it is substantial. Not to get, and the yeah. other problem, too, with those resorts are they're so much bigger, so there's so much more walking, like, from the lobby back to um, your rooms. Mm. Like, if you remember when we were on the Skyliner and we went over Caribbean Beach and it yes, was like, was so, so how, that like, so that is like a, a positive for the values that they're much smaller. So mm. it's easier to walk. I mean, we could always go to Riviera, which is really It's hard to I'd book like to 45 go. rooms in any of those places. That, oh, uh, that's, yeah. That's that, the, the, the big block, not that we're going for the cheapest place there is, uh, but you, to book 45 rooms all together in a straight line is almost impossible even in the mm -hmm. pop century, which is the next level up, or any of the grade B, forget it. They, they're not going to book 45 straight rooms. Well, on one of the buses we took, they ended up taking us to uh, the French Quarter. Okay. And because we were trying to get to, um, we were trying to get to Disney Springs, and what they didn't tell us was they were going to every corner of the resort. So we were on the bus just going around the entire French right. Quarter resort for an hour. Yes. And we were just like, we were just sitting on this bus. We went to like all the corners. And it's like, you're now at the North Quadrant. And we're like, yeah, but we didn't we want to go here. We wanted to go yeah. to Disney Springs. And that's why you're not allowed to go to Disney Springs on the last day. <laughs> right. You're on yeah. the bus from forever. Forever. Where do you see 50 years from now? Do you see this as a trip that can sustain another five decades? Yes, I do. I think Disney's model now is to keep expanding. I think when you were down there, you saw Epcot is, is building more and more. I think uh, two or three generations from now, it, they'll expand. They have another 700,000 acres that they can expand to. Right. So as the demand grows, the park will grow, and it's going to diffuse the people between that and Universal, SeaWorld. It's, gonna, it's the number one international spot now for tourism, and it's going to remain that way. It's, it's not going to go anywhere. It's Florida is open to business, and they're very business-friendly. And uh, Disney's going to be around for quite some time. Buy stock. Well, good. Well, so then you have something yeah. to look forward yes. to in two years. Well, Ms. Carlos, I, want, I wanted to give this to you because I wanted to say thank you. It was certainly thank my you. first trip, but you uh, helped to make it a really yeah. special one. And you did a lot of work to... Thank you. And I know I'm sure you were familiar with the amount of work that needs to be done. So uh, can you please open uh, it? Sure, <laughs> I will. Um, the... The, so the amount of work to coordinate uh, over a hundred people, not only, I don't know how you ever went on a bus. Uh, that oh, I, I would never do that again. I, we will not do oh, that, don't worry. was the last year to do that. Never yeah. again. <laughs> I'm, oh, oh, oh your bubble. Oh, that is so sad. And the, and the, the, the swords that the kids have. I don't know why I'm having so many issues unwrapping oh, So you present. never want to fly again. Uh, open it on the other oh, side. Oh, no, no, I'm not a fly. I never take the bus. Try the other side. Yeah, because I... Oh, you taped it. it to look at it. And then, okay. Right. Um, yeah. I would never do the bus again. Oh, we need to make that up. Oh, my gosh. I love it. I'm going to put it on my desk. There it is. Very nice. I love it. Thank you. 
wait, where is the camera? Oh. The camera? <laughs> like, where is the camera? Um, it's not a ride, and it's like, it's where Mr. Carey took a nap. Um, I love Carousel of Progress. Yeah. I think Mr. Felgaris may have taken a nap in there too, but I like. Oh, that's my favorite thing. Not to like date myself, like, but I saw that at the original original Dude. World Fair in, in, in New York too. in 19 <laughs> grandmother. At least you didn't say grandmother. <laughs> Yeah, 1964, I saw that at the New York World's Fair. That was the big exhibit. And it, has it changed? Yes, no, it has. Just one more edition. They just added the, you know, like the one that looks like the, like the 80s, 90s with the video games yeah. at the, the end? Oven yes, explosive. Microwave mm -hmm. and, yep. but the same dog. Yep, same dog. I love that ride. That's Very my favorite. Cool. And I like People Mover because you just sit there and relax. Yes. Mr. George, what's your favorite ride? You have a ride? Tower of Terror. They usually, yeah. once they find out you're a chaperone, they put you in the first car. Uh, one of the girls, when I first got on, she threw up all this change. And I said, what are you doing? She goes, I want to see if people die when I go down. And I said, well, I guess when we get to the bottom, we'll find out. But the idea is you throw it up, and then it lands on you when you hit the bottom. Yeah. That's but, cool. yeah. yeah. <laughs> And so yeah, yeah, Tower of Terror. Um, yeah, I was back in the days of uh, you know, Sterling and all. So uh, it, it's it's fun seeing people petrified. You pay money to be afraid. I don't know what that says, but yeah. Well, the, the horror movie business. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Well, there you go, Mr. Falgaris. What was your favorite ride? Um, I, I really liked when we went on the rock and roller coaster. That was actually <laughs> that was awesome. That was actually my favorite. I was trying to record it so that I could have a good clip for Instagram for all of you. All one minute and uh, a half. And that, that <laughs> pullback where they just launch you. Uh, Killer. It didn't, yeah. Yeah, you had facelift. Did you drop your phone? I didn't drop my phone, but I Thank almost. God. One of, um, like, at one point, that was like, I was like, oh, it doesn't go upside down that many times. Like, because I just kind of forgot about it, but I don't have any issues going upside down. And then the, there was one woman in front of me. She goes, you know this goes upside down, like, more than once. I'm like. I mean, I've I kind of. I don't think you even really feel. I don't think you, you don't. You don't feel it, yeah. so that's why I only thought it was yeah. once. But she tells me this, and my one friend was like, "Oh," and I was like, It'll, "It's fine. You don't even feel it." Yeah. I've never my heard Derek scream so loud. <laughs> <laughs> my dad gets so <laughs> sick going upside down. He can do rock and roller coaster a million times because you don't feel it. You really yeah. don't. No, no. At least the G forces. Well, we have to wrap this up. Uh, yeah. This is episode two of season two. I want to thank Mrs. Carlotts, Mr. Joyce. Thank it's a pleasure. Thank thing. you. And of course, and, um, for coming down and not only organizing the trip, putting it together, it seems like it was a positive experience. And it's good to know that you think that going in the fall is better than the spring because of that opportunity to bond and you know really create that um, connection for your senior year. And we're glad that you had the opportunity to go on the trip with COVID and everything else. Mm -hmm. So thanks again. Remember to uh, like and subscribe to uh, the Power Potential podcast on Spotify, iTunes, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for watching and listening. And thanks for putting yes, it together. We appreciate thank it. Thank you for listening Take care. to this episode of the Power of Potential podcast. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share it with others. Subscribe to hear past and future episodes. Learn more about St. Rose by visiting our website at srhsnj.com.